0: Everybody, We are back with one more corporate a- up. excuse me, update. Uh, you're happy to welcome in uh, Minera Alamos President Doug Ramshaw once again. The stock got halted uh, on Tuesday morning, and here it was. I, I see the halt symbol. I'm like, oh, the financing for Cerro de Oro must be finalized, and <laughs> to my chagrin, no, that was not the case. We got a maiden resource for the Santana project. So here to talk about uh, what, you know, the implications for that resource is, Dougie Fresh, Doug
1: Ramshaw. Doug, welcome back. Well, thanks, Trevor. And I, I really didn't want a halt. Um, I uh, The problem is a maiden resource, even if it was 3,000 ounces, is material. And... Uh, and unfortunately, with iRock Geos having to review that, you you can't have it out before 8 a.m. Eastern when they're kind of coming into their offices. So you have to have a very small uh, halt. And I, I actually, I didn't plead with them, but I said, you know, this is my message to IROC. Uh, uh, I was... I, I had thought that it had to be released at least 30 minutes prior to market open to avoid requiring a halt, so Guess was mistaken. I hate having to halt if it can be avoided, as I certainly see companies, in my opinion, abuse halts for non-material news. Mm. We were forced to halt, um, but it actually gave time for people to to kind of get up to speed with, with the contents of that release, and uh, I'm glad yeah. that I, I was on a... I was biting my fingernails not knowing which way this one was going to go. And I'm pleased that the market understood, at least today, understood... um, The context of what we put out this first iteration
0: yeah so let's let's talk about the context of that because if you just look at the numbers uh, it's not telling you the entire story we'll we'll just add that the stock was up seven and a half percent this morning that was up to uh two cents after the news which actually and i you and i were chatting before we press record doug actually kind of surprised me because if you were just looking at those numbers uh you're seeing you know a about a little over three hundred, 300,000 ounces uh, total MI and inferred coming from the three main deposits. That's Ni- Nicho, Nicho Norte, Div- Divis- Divisidero, and Benjamin. Uh, so, like, if you look at those numbers, like, it's not a lot of gold if you put it in context with a lot of big exploration plays. However, in the context of Santana, because of the cost to get Santana going – those are incredibly high margin ounces. And I think that's the context you have to remind everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you arguably, I mean, the bulk of that resource, and we focus not on size, but confidence. So it's largely measured. It, it's a very high degree of, of confidence in those resource numbers, um, and so it wasn't about having scale. Honestly, give me 300,000 ounces right next to a mine operating site where you can turn those ounces into money quickly, uh, and I'll take that over a million and a half ounces in the middle of nowhere uh, that still has to be built, the infrastructure and everything else. It might seem bigger, but if we're in the business of, of mining ounces that make money, yeah, I'll, I'll take these every day of the week. And... Arguably, you know, let's say 200,000 ounces of those are recoverable over the next five to six years. And we're looking at based on our our operating performance in 2022, which is more reflective of the kind of operation where we'd be imagining over the next five to six years at Santana. You're looking at ounces that are 500 U.S. type margin. Um, So suddenly a couple of hundred thousand ounces of five hundred U.S. That's a hundred million U.S. of operating cash flow. Future operating cash flow we presented in that resource today, and if we're as an industry should be in the you know business of making money, then that resource, which is only the first iteration, um, is is. You know, prime to to I think benefit our shareholders, benefit the growth of Santana regionally as we we deploy cash flow from improved operations next year into more exploration. It's very similar to how El Castillo started out. I mean, El Castillo, I've mentioned so many times, when Darren and the team built it, it was three hundred and fifty thousand odd ounces. And in two years, it grew to a 1.2 million ounces. We we built a mine at Santana because we see that regional potential being very similar in terms of overall mineral endowment. So I like the fact that we've shown people that we've got appropriate resource and mine life runway with Mm -hmm. high margin ounces that can be turned into cash to further expand Santana and other things that the company is doing. I'm pleased that the market understood that from that press release today.
0: So talk. you, you talked about the mine runway, mine life. I mean, what are we, what are we looking at now? About uh, six years in total? I mean,
1: with, yeah, with about, the resource about, you have now? About five to six years. It um, depends how quickly we scale it up. You know, we, we, could, we could mine it slower for eight years. But, you know, the reality was we were always looking after, you know, the goal is initially get it back up to about 25,000, 20 000 to 25,000 ounces of annualized run rate and then look to in the next iteration of it, grow it to 30 to 40. You know, so five or six years is, is what was really presented today. Uh, that gives you a lot of time. To, to deploy the drills and to, to be doing resource definition on other targets to effectively add mine life um, during this first five, six years. Uh, so I want to talk about the
0: economics here. I mean, what's not necessarily clear to me, Doug, is your cash costs. Uh, you do have the resource now, but how do we kind of, kind of start looking at how much it's actually going to cost you? to produce an ounce of gold we know like we we talk high margin just because the intent alone it costs like 10 million bucks to build and obviously there's been some operational challenges that i think are in the past now first half of the year but where do we when do we start seeing the actual
1: cost for, for production well i mean in 2022 you know it's in our deck like our through 2022's modest startup production which was you know 12 or thirteen thousand ounces our our direct cash costs were just under 1200 Canadian, so i'm just under a thousand u.s uh and in terms of sustaining capital it's it's limited to pad expansion something that we're planning for at santana that will allow us to raise the production rate there uh and the costs again on on pad like the next phase of pad construction is a couple of million bucks you know that can be phased over six or eight months it's So we don't have huge sustaining costs. So I I look at those direct kind of cash costs that we saw in in, uh, 2022, which remarkably were in line with what we were thinking pre-COVID, pre-construction, that we we really didn't see some gross inflation of of our operating costs. Um, You know, I threw out 500 US as, as operating margin earlier, but I think that's conservative, but I'll still take 500 US an ounce in terms of margin for sure and that's that's why I think despite obviously the last week in the gold market if you build projects which can can work in whichever gold environment you know these prices we're seeing right now are are very healthy gold prices. Um, You know I think you know hopefully they go higher there's more gravy for us and I think it's better for the sector at large obviously to to see money inflows that higher gold prices might might prompt. we can. We built this business model to work in the $1,300 gold environment we were in when we started out, um, and we still, to this day, believe that this, these operations that we're looking to build in Cerro de Oro and La Fortuna, but also Santana, uh, will cooperate very nicely and probably reflective, very, you know, compete very nicely against our peers um, at much lower gold prices as well. And I think that's. An important part of our business is, you know, the gold sector is seen as such a cyclical one. Well, that's because we build operations that almost play to the cyclical nature of, uh, of gold. And so they have their great years and then they have some lean years or some bad years. You know, we're trying to build a business model that can work in any gold price environment. I think these, the margin that we have on our answers at Santana allows that. Uh, you know,
0: one area within the project that didn't get mentioned this resource uh, probably because he couldn't because it doesn't have a resource on it is is Zada. I'm uh, just kind of yeah. curious what the update, what's the latest over at Zada?
1: So we got drill results coming out for Zada, and uh, Benjamin had been historically drilled. That's why there's a little modest starting resource oh, sure. there. Okay. Um, okay. We said in the release that you know the plan was to do another ten to twelve holes at at benjamin because we're still trying to figure it out you know, um, we'll have the initial holes out i think for both zatter and benjamin later this month is probably the goal um and but there's nothing that's going to stop us at this point we've made the decision to drill another 10 or 12 holes at benjamin because we like it as a target it's it's very close to the main center of operations right now um, if Benjamin's even, you know, eighty or a hundred thousand ounces down the line, again, it's another couple of years of mine life that can be very rapidly drilled out. So there are some screaming historic holes at Benjamin. I think Miguel has been focused on trying to understand the system more than just drill bomb burners. Um uh, I did joke that in the next ten or twelve, then maybe you should be drilling some met holes down some of those historical uh, historical holes because it, it's got some really nice grade there. But we're still trying to figure it out. Uh, the regional prospectivity at Santana is very high, um, but it's going to need time to to figure out these relative, you know, these other pipes. Prioritize which one should have more dollars spent and, and they're perfect targets for cash flow generated from the starter Santana operations focused around the Nicho complex to to deploy that capital to give our shareholders lots of self-funded exploration which is and which was always the goal of of Santana
0: Okay. Oh well. Uh. Yeah. More to come here, but obviously the next news, I assume, is this financing package for the Cerro de Oro project. Uh, You mentioned that uh, the due diligence is just kind of wrapping up here, so that funding announcement should be coming here imminently. Um, I know you wanted to get it done. A couple. Yeah. Well. You know, you keep paying them, and they're just gonna they're just gonna take you for all your worth there, Doug. Uh, but uh, it's, but yeah, so it's, we're coming. Yeah, it,
1: that's it's. I mean, hopefully in the next week. Uh, like, I'd love to have news on that next week. I wanted to reassure people in this release that nothing's changed in terms of the the business terms outlined in the May thirty first release. Um, this isn't like a PP that forever is extended and then doesn't close. This will close. It's just, it's very, it's complicated because we're drafting things in two jurisdictions, Mexico and Canada. We have, they are complex documents, more complex than people might think. Um, uh, And they have to be done right to protect both the lender, but also us. And I think our shareholders would not want us to rush. They actually looked at some of, of what we were pushing back at times, which forces another turn of documents, it was disadvantageous for us. Uh, I, I think that they would prefer at the end of the day for a deal that that is squarely rooted on, on a mutually beneficial relationship than us rushing to get something out to meet, you know, someone's uh, impatience and causing problems down the road because we we had an oversight on a drafting issue which is actually you know not very good for us so we've we've been dotting eyes crossing t's with two sets of canadian council two sets of mexican council and um i i look forward to it being uh, put to bed pretty soon
0: uh, they're going to stop invoicing you, Doug. All right. <laughs> uh, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's your update from Monera Alamos, everybody. Uh, they continue to be a sponsor of the podcast. I continue to be a shareholder, and they do trade on the Venture Exchange with MAI. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.